0: Welcome to On Aon, a podcast featuring conversations between colleagues on, well, Aon. This week, we hear from Kelly Clark and Anthony Scatone around well being at Aon. And now, this week's host, Shelly Brown.
1: Hello, my name is Shelly Brown, and I've been a colleague at Aon for five years, uh, leading Aon Diversity Solutions, our strategy engaging small and diverse partnerships across the enterprise. And it's my pleasure to welcome uh, Kelly Clark, Aon's Chief Cultural Officer and Anthony Scatone. Anthony is Aon's Deputy Chief People Officer. Kelly has been a colleague of the firm for three years and has 20 years of experience leading culture, change and communication strategies and initiatives across a variety of industries. She's a storyteller and a strategist and she uses her communication ability and passion for people to create thriving team cultures, keeping colleagues engaged, informed, and excited about their work. She is also an executive advisor to C-Suite Leaders. Kelly, welcome, thank you for joining. Anthony, Anthony Scatone has been with Aon since 2019. He joined the firm as the global head of Total Rewards. He was previously the head of Total Rewards for United Airlines and prior to that spent 18 years leading teams and serving large market clients and the retirement benefits consulting businesses of Willis Towers Watson and Martian McClendon Kelly and Anthony thank you both for being here today I do appreciate your time and your contribution to the discussion ahead before we get started I want to jump in with a warm-up question for you uh, we're nearly two years into the pandemic how are you both doing How are you coping personally with the challenges that we are all facing during these times? Anthony, we'll start it off with you. Hey, Shelly, thank you so much for having me here today. It's great to be part of this chat with you. Um,
2: On your question, how am I doing? Uh, It depends on the day. Most days, pretty darn well, uh, fortunately. But there are those days where, you know, they could be better um overall i'd say we're coping you know we miss the things that we used to be able to do you know 24 months ago in particular being in the physical presence of others like there's no substitute for it um so i miss the energy that you derive from those interactions um and i really really miss traveling both professionally and personally Um, those are the huge things that i miss that said you know, we're adaptable creatures um, and, you know, we're, we're adapting to these times. And so it's been, you know, pretty good. Uh, we've been fortunate to, to stay healthy this whole time and be able to adapt uh, from a work perspective pretty well. Um, and, you know, if, I had, if you had asked me two years ago, like, could you work in this environment where you're virtual all the time? I would have said, absolutely not. Not for me. Can't, can't even do one day a week. And here I am five days a week, sometimes six, uh, five days a week, totally virtual, and I actually prefer it. So um, overall, I think that you know, this experience has taught me a lot. So I guess I'm coping.
1: Anthony, I'm glad to hear you're doing well. Um, Kelly, uh, same question for you. How are you doing?
0: Thank you, Shelly. It's great to be here. And Anthony, always great to be with you. Um, similar to anthony i I would say either the pandemic has made me totally crazy or maybe creative um but in all seriousness i have two young kids and so much of of the time during the pandemic for our family has been spent keeping them safe uh we've also waited while loved ones have been diagnosed with and endured COVID, and know how scary and heartbreaking it can be. And so you add that onto the day to day decisions where everything becomes a risk assessment, and it, it sure is an interesting time. Um, in our family, we've been focused on a lot of the things that Anthony mentioned, like trying to bring meaning in new ways. And so on the personal side, while we haven't felt comfortable traveling, and oh my gosh, Anthony, I cannot wait to get back to traveling again. Um, we've tried to create some fun experiences at home. And so whether we've been successful or not, you'll have to ask our kids, but um, we've created Camp Clark. So this summer we had uh, a morning wake up song, camp t-shirts, arts and crafts, and a couple of fun spirited competitions. And um, the real craziness is trying to take advantage of the frigid Chicago temperatures. And so we put an ice rink in our backyard and um, it's proven to be more fun than we imagined.
2: That's so fun,
1: Kelly. I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> You're welcome to come over anytime.
1: <laughs> Very Nice. Nice. I've uh, got a hockey player here, so we'll put the skates on. and We'll stop by. No, as well. like, we right.
0: a, like we need a. Sounds like we need a competition over here. A hockey okay. competition.
1: <laughs> well, thank you both for sharing. Um, let's let's jump into the business at hand. Um, related to our warm-up question, what changes have you both made with how you work with your teams um, and how you help them manage the ongoing challenges of a pandemic world? Uh, Kelly, why don't you kick us off, and then Anthony.
0: Sure. I mean, really, I would start by saying it's really hard to imagine that and believe really that we're entering our third year of working like this. And so um, as I was thinking about this question, you know, for me, pandemic or not, a priority is driving and establishing connection across the team. And so I feel strongly about and work really hard to ensure that the team is connected to each other and connected to their work. Um, and we've done a number of things to really do this in a virtual world. So we've done um, things like everybody has done, the virtual happy hours, the virtual lunches, the virtual get to know you sessions. Um, but we've also leveraged technology to create these virtual water cooler connections uh, where colleagues get um, paired randomly, they volunteer to participate and then they get a get to know you question. And so that sparked some interesting discussions across the team. And we've even done a virtual cooking class together. Um, but, you know, I've also tried to do this in terms of connection to work. And so we've been successful at things like virtual strategy planning and brainstorming sessions. We share a lot of thought leadership with each other. The team has gotten comfortable sharing videos that they've seen or articles and podcasts. Um, So they've done a really great job of that. But we've also tried to use this time to strengthen some skills that maybe we brushed past in our former lives. Um, Things like doing our work in places where we get the most creativity or inspiration or where we need to um, spend our time that day, where it makes sense, um, building our schedules to manage the demands of our personal lives while also delivering um, our client for our clients. And so, um, you know, there's been some upskilling in that area and, and also along the lines of, being planful about the time off that we take, really focusing on what we need for our overall well-being, and then how do we as a team come together to support each other, um, to cover while people are out, to give people true time away. So things like that are just a few of the things that I've been doing on my team.
1: Kelly, thank you. Uh, Anthony, same question for you. Uh, What are you doing differently at work these days? Yeah, thanks, Shelley. Um,
2: you know, I'm so impressed by all that Kelly has done, and uh, you know, it's uh, I'm a part part beneficiary of of the work that she's doing. So I'm I'm really grateful there. For me, it's been really all about flexibility, and and then role modeling what that flexibility means for the team, um, and that I you know genuinely support it. So you know, when I look when I step back, I think about this as work and life. You know, work life balance really work-life integration. These things have never been woven together so so seamlessly as they are today. And they're really inseparable in this world. You can't, you know, you're working where you where you live, where you sleep. Um, so, you know, for me, the, the focus has been, how do I, um, you know, be as flexible as possible to accommodate um, the team having these things together um, and, you know, giving them the space to do, you know, to manage that balance, or that integration in the way that serves them best. Um, does it mean that you know you have to step away during the traditional workday in order to take care of a family obligation or an appointment or run an errand, um, do laundry, for example, <laughs> um, you know, and and or you know, on topic like prioritizing your well-being, um, taking a moment away just for your mental sanity or for a run, um, and letting people do that and being completely okay with it. Um, that to me is the number one thing. Um, I can do that safely because I know that we're all you know, for the same reason, right? We're driven by the same purpose. We have the benefit of of being um, supporters of our colleagues. Um, we feel passionately about that. The entire team does. And so we can do this safely because we know that at the end of the day, we're going to find a way to give our absolute best to, the, to our colleagues while still taking care of ourselves and our other parts of our lives. Um, and then trying to make it real with my own experiences. So how do I show up in meetings or or not show up in meetings, uh, as the case may be, to make it real for them, um, that it's okay. So try to take real time away from work, as Kelly said um, when, when she was going, um, to get off a of video. Right. How do I take this meeting on a phone call? And um, actually I have more focused, time walking around the neighborhood while doing myself some good and burning calories, um, checking in on people, you know, at the start of a meeting or one on one. What's going on this weekend? How's your family doing? How's your dad? So on and so forth. Like these are the, the real people connections that I think just help us sort of like connect on an emotional level. And it just, it's a contribution to our overall, you know, sense of belonging and well-being. So that's where my focus has been. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some tips from, um,
1: not only from Kelly, but from you, Shelley. Well, Kelly and Anthony, thank you both for sharing. I, I got some good ideas from you there. Um, Scratch out those in my notes here and see if we can put them into practice. Uh, one thing that we do on our team is, when we have uh, internal team meetings, we do video optional. Give yourself a break. A lot of times, we're talking to internal and external clients, and you always feel that need to connect and be on, if you will, or let me put air quotes around on. Uh, quite fittingly, on the, on Aon Podcast, right? But giving yourself a break there it gives you a chance to, you know, stay comfortable, stay confident, and and be your be your best self as you as you continue to go about the work ahead. Um, hey,
0: we, can I jump in for a second? Because Anthony actually sure. you bring up a good point. It's making me remember, actually, we had a meeting one time and you had sent me a message and said, I'm going to do this as a walking meeting. So lace up if you're game to do it with me. And then you walked to the lake and showed me a picture of the lake, which actually was beneficial for me because I miss seeing the lake every day. And so it's it's really funny how something that can be beneficial for you is also something that gives life and makes somebody else's day just a little bit more interesting, gives them a little bit of a perspective that they might not have seen. So, I think you're role modeling, Anthony, that exact, uh, <laughs> that exact.
1: I remember that one. <laughs> okay, so you're both city dwellers. I live in the burbs. That notion of a, of a walking meeting, I, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm going to have to adopt that. Thank you both for sharing there. Um, and the chance to get a look at Lake Michigan at any time. Uh, certainly appreciated. You're you're a hearty soul to brave the winter weather in Chicago, though. So, um, Anthony, let me ask you uh, our next question. Thinking about uh, supporting in uh, our colleagues, and let's build on that. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the programs that Aon is offering to their colleagues to help them from an overall well-being perspective? Yeah, really happy to share that, uh,
2: Shelley. Um, just starting out, real real high level the way we think about well-being is you know it's it's multi-dimensional it's about not only the physical well-being of a colleague which is the traditional sense that you know most firms have focused on over time but you know to a greater and greater extent you know we recognize the importance of the emotional or mental health aspect of it the financial dimension and the social interactions component of it and it's all of these things together on an integrated basis that really serve up one's well-being support their well-being and so what we try to do as a firm is we try to look at it with all of these dimensions and and put in programs um, and support mechanisms that kind of attack each of the dimensions recognizing that we're you know people have different needs at different points along the journey and sometimes it's financial and sometimes it's emotional and so on And, and the way we do it as a global firm because Every country is so unique in terms of what the, security, the social security system provides or, you know, what what the typical practices are, what the culture is. We have a lot of different programs in a lot of different markets. Um, so it's really, really diverse in that way. But there's a few I'd like to highlight today while we're together um, because they're really interesting to me. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest uh, or most interesting ones on um, on my list is what we've been doing with time off to support well-being. Um, one program we've introduced during the pandemic was the idea of a global holiday. And the idea of a global holiday was not just to give people time off because you have time off. The real power of the global holiday was the global part. Um, if, and I, the way I, th- I think about it is we're, we're creating a program where we're basically shutting down the firm for a day or two days or whatever the case may be when we sort of declare a global holiday so that when people take that day or two days off, they come back to a relatively empty email box and they're not spending the first three hours of the day catching up or even worse sitting there the night before with their family dreading the email log that they're going to walk into. They can legitimately take the day off, relax, not worry about the world racing past them and come back and everybody starts fresh on that next day. that's sort of to me been a huge gift that I've enjoyed uh, receiving and know, I I think many of our colleagues have really appreciated and the program has been, you know, pretty successful from what I can can tell. Um, Another, you know, example of the time off space is, you know, how we are supporting um, the physical well-being of colleagues in terms of for those who've chosen to get vaccinated, we offer 16 hours of a paid time off for a colleague to get that vaccination to recover from any side effects, etc. Just another way to support them, um, easy to do, for us, um, you know, just to, to make take away barriers from people taking care of themselves, because we really feel um, strongly that it's the right thing to do to take care of yourself. It, it makes us all better. Um, and then, you know, another program I'd like to kind of think through or talk about today is a new program for us in North America, but not a new program to Aon, is something called Mental Health First Aid. This is getting right at the heart of that emotional well-being, recognizing that it's okay to not... It's OK to not be OK. Um, right. You, you have those days where you're just you know, you're just under uh, a lot of duress and stress um, or you, you know, in some cases you have more days more days like that than than we all want. And so how do we how do we use this wide net of colleagues interacting with each other? to flag where, you know, we might need to provide some more support or help a colleague navigate to the right support and mental health first aid is a program that helps us do that. Um, we've had an Australia, Australia and the UK for a while. It's been super successful. We're rolling it in North America and hoping to take it around the world where it fits, the markets that it fits best. Um, but I'm really, really um, proud that we're doing things like this and communicating and trying to destigmatize mental health um, concerns so that we can really get past them and be more productive and better connected as colleagues and people. And finally, I'm, I'm, as a as a reward person, I can't help but uh, throw out one more program on the financial side of well-being, and that is um, the Aon United Growth Ownership Plan that we introduced uh, a few months ago. And while it is a stock based program that some people think is, you know, may think of as compensatory, it certainly helps us, you know, align with shareholders and and benefit in the growth that we create together. So all of those are laudable um, aspects of the program, but it is also um, a financial well-being program. And part of the thinking that went into the program was how do we use, um, what can we do to make us all better consumers of financial information, better stewards of the resources that we have for ourselves and our families as we prepare for big moments in life, you know, moments that matter, weddings, buying a car, buying a house, retiring, which I look forward to doing sometime in the not distant future. Um, you know, a program like that helps us get a better sense of how financial markets work, what's, you know, where does the stock market operate, you know, it just makes the better consumers of that information and it makes us more powerful. Um, and so that's a, it's a, You know really cool program that um you don't think of as a well-being program but it's absolutely intended to be part of a well-being story so um i've been rambling on too long on that shelly but it's such a fun topic for me and i'm just excited to share with uh with everybody listening
1: anthony you hit on some uh some really fantastic experiences there the global holiday uh, has been a welcome treat Uh, so just a little feedback for you and the other stakeholders around the table and and I'm particularly pleased about the growth ownership plan, enabling colleagues to continue to share in the success of our journey in the firm. Um, Thinking ahead, um, I'm also interested in learning a little bit more, Kelly, this is for you, about your perspectives on the Global United and Kindness Challenge that Aon launched last year. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, what it is and uh, tell us a little bit about it's why. Why was it created and how is it continuing to thrive today?
0: Sure. Um, And I must say, you know, Anthony, listening to just you hit on a couple of the programs that we rolled out this year, I say this all the time, but I really am proud of how we have invested in our colleagues, how we've shown up for each other. And while none of us would have expected to be living through our current reality, it is um, such a gift to be part of a firm who puts colleagues first, and as we continue to think about 2022 and and how we're going to focus on delivering for our colleagues, <clears throat> these things are things I'm really proud of and grateful that we could that we can build and and that we can experience as colleagues at Aon. Um, Shelley, I'm glad you mentioned the United in Kindness challenge. This was actually a personal favorite for me this year and. Um, As Anthony mentioned, you know, we run a variety of campaigns and programs. And so this was one that the team had wanted to do for some time. The idea uh, is pretty simple, but the impact is pretty profound, actually. And so it's based on this concept that when we focus on being kind to ourselves, to each other, to our communities and to our world, it increases and improves our mental and emotional health. And so the campaign was essentially a challenge for colleagues to just log acts of kindness that they saw, that they did, that they witnessed, um, or that they experienced for a period of time. And throughout the campaign, um, and colleagues logged more than 5,000 acts of kindness all over the world. And you could go into a little interactive map and click on the stories. Um, And maybe if I can just share a personal story real quick, actually, while the campaign was running, um, I woke up one morning to an email from one of my neighbors who was letting our block, our community block, know that their pride flag had been ripped off of their house during the night. And so they were asking for the neighbors to be watchful and just letting everybody know what had happened. And almost instantly, our neighbors started replying to the email with notes of support and condolence and, you know, um, offering just allyship, and one neighbor replied and said, you know what, I'm gonna go get my pride flag and I'm gonna hang it up. And if anybody wants one, I'm gonna go buy some today and I'll drop them off at your house. And all the neighbors started replying and responding. And before the end of the week, our street was lined with these beautiful rainbow flags, um, just flying on every house. And as a family who is part of the LGBTQ community, Watching our neighbors show up in support and kindness and allyship left a personal mark on our family that we won't forget. Um, And my daughter, who watched the whole thing happen, really couldn't believe her eyes. She got her rollerblades out and rollerbladed up and down the street and counted the number of flags she saw, told all of her friends. And so the idea behind this campaign was just that this this was my neighbors and I just watched it happen before my eyes. But the United in Kindness campaign was an opportunity for our colleagues to just share stories like this with each other. They're heartwarming. It reminds us of the good uh, in the world, and it gives us an opportunity to share some of that good with each other. So this year, um, the team is focusing on gratitude, um, but again, sharing these acts of kindness help boost everyone's spirits just a little bit more.
1: That's so cool, Kelly. What a great- oh, Indeed, awesome. indeed. Um, not only through, you know, your experience, but also that of your family and and your child. Uh, A way to to model the change we want to see in the world. Uh, I really, really appreciate you sharing that story.
0: This has been a conversation on Aeon and well-being. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this week's episode, tune in in two weeks for a discussion on Aeon's early careers program. To learn more about Aon, its colleagues, solutions, and news, check out our show notes and visit our website at
2: aon.com.